podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another Q&A from myself, Az, and Sam. But wait, it's not Sam Bonfield. Wait, it's not Gianni Batici. <laughs> Who's this pretender? Another pretender taking <laughs> Sam's spot. How are you, David? Yeah, not bad, thanks. It's nice to be on the other side of uh, of the screen. I mean, I I make videos all the time, as you know. Um, some some believe there's some horrible conspiracy theory out there that me and you aren't friends anymore because I took your place. Um, yeah. I can assure you that that's, well, to be always confirmed. Always checking up on me, aren't you? You're always in the <laughs> chat. You know, when things are going wrong with the technical side, you're always like, oh, here he is. Yeah, so like, I thought I'd come oh. along and babysit you today. But um, <laughs> hey, <we're laughs> no, it's good to be on the other side. Yeah, we, we got through it. We got through it all fine. Yeah. So it makes me think maybe the problem is not you, As. The investigation See? continues. <laughs> See, no problems with Janny last week. No problems with with you today. I'm mm. just saying, there's the a common there's denominator. A, it's a common Who is it? exactly. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Um, yeah, loads to talk about. Loads of injuries. Um, oh, as yeah. People are already uh, saying S. Bam saying cash is now flagged. Oh, um, is he? Oh, you've got, I don't even I mean, know that. I've I got mean, him as well. Oh, just go through the flags that you've got that you were telling me about before we came on. It's it's pretty oh. impressive. I mean, honestly, it's like an episode of The Big Bang Theory, except it's not fun with flags this time. Um, so I've got Van der Ven still. I've got Astupinian still. I've got Matoma and Bowen and Haaland. And yeah, everybody's favourite Poland international, Matty Cash as well. Oh, my days. How have you still got oh. Astupinian? Honestly, I feel like Brenda. You know, on BBC One on that morning of uh, Theresa May calling the election. Uh, excuse me, uh, excuse me, sir. Uh, I don't know if you've heard, Matty Cash has got an injury. Not another! <laughs> There's too many injuries going on right now. That's me. That's right here, right name. now. Oh, is that your mum's name? Wow. It is. Yeah, little fact, little fact for you. Wow. Um, I'm going to yeah, store I mean, that I, away. I, I don't know how you've still got Van der Ven and the stupid Nan, but yeah, fair play. Uh, it's good. Uh, before we get to the Q and A, I think you just want to mention uh, Ooh, yes. football merch. Yes, that's right. Exciting news. International break. We always have the best, you know, stuff in the international break. And we've got ourselves a brand new site, Fantasy Football uh, Merch. I nearly said Fantasy Football Scout Merch there, which, you know, like Freudian slip, but it is just Fantasy Football Merch or www.fantasyfootballmerch.co.uk. Launching it for Black Friday as well. So um, if you want to go and have a look at some of the designs there, we've got um, caps, we've got beanie hats, T-shirts, jumpers, uh, all sorts of stuff there with some cool designs on. And yeah, if you can get 25% off, basically, if you enter the code, I think it's Black Friday 25 uh, when you are checking out. So yeah, go and check that out. And we've got Black Friday, Black Friday coming up. So if you're feeling in a spending mood and uh, you're feeling in a fantasy football mood as well, then head to fantasyfootballmerch.co.uk for all of your fantasy football merch needs. So there we are. Mm. Exciting news indeed. It is, yeah. It'd be great to get feedback on that, see what people make of, of, of the merch. Mm. Oh, and um, also if Christmas people have coming a- up. Yeah, exactly. And if you have ideas as well, let us know. I'm at the moment trying to convince the higher ups to produce, you know, those metal plates you can get like disc plates. Mm. I want to get one of those that's your team from game week 11 where you got 11 points. So I want to see if we can get that <laughs> on the wall somewhere uh, made of metal. So it's going to last. Stop. As long as it's we'll not my to... bloody house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's going to be in mine, man. I, I, honestly, I, I would look at that every day and just smile. With the... yeah. You got you in the Daily Star, so you should be proud, man. I know, and then like uh, uh, Sokhan uh, says, uh, followed it up with obviously my my, my bench oh, boost yeah. <laughs> and accidentally triple captain Harland uh, this week. Wow, I mean, I mean, don't do that. <laughs> don't, yeah, check your chips. I think is the lesson from a uh, from from this international break, which is a bit of a weird sentence like out of the context of the FPL. Um, but well, you know. maybe a casino might fit in. 
Yeah, very nice, very nice. Uh, yeah, get your questions in. We'd love to start, start, try and answer uh, some. I know there's a lot of kind of uncertainties around certain players. I think we're the one that we kind of are pretty sure on now is that Bowen's going to be out for a little while, right? We've, we've yeah. seen the reports on Twitter. There's kind of fluid around his knee. They're just trying to work out the time scale. He's not going to be back for Burnley, is he? Well, I mean, the thing is, it's a game where you can afford not to bring him back. I mean, you know how sometimes we, we, we target, you know, appealing fixtures, but sometimes they're too appealing. You know, when you've got Man City coming up with a home game against a newly promoted team, it's almost like too good to be true, like literally, because it's a game where if you've got like a risk on a player or there's, you know, a big game coming up afterwards, for example, then sometimes that becomes more of an issue than if it was maybe like a winnable game. And so it's like it's a poison chalice it was it was he was captainable i mean he was he was an easy easy captain for me for game week uh, 13 with mm. who else i had and now yeah the only thing i will say is the reports i've seen i've i've only seen them on social media from i i, I don't exactly describe myself as someone who knows hand on heart who the most reliable or unreliable west ham itks are although i'm pretty sure ex west ham employee is is yeah. a big one. Whether or not I, I haven't seen anything from him. If you have, then then fine. He's, All he's I've the heard, one, he's the one that tweeted today about was it him? The, the fluid on the knee. Yeah. Uh, well, so, okay, so I'd seen fluid on the knee. I think in the national press, but where I'd seen that he was probably out of this one was on a different account that I'd heard was not all that reliable. So I don't know. So I'm still kind of waiting to see. Uh, probably in hope more than expectation. I, I would. I'd like to hear it from Moyes first. Really? Let me let me try and find it. I definitely saw a quote about fluid on his knee attributed to the one person I trust with West Ham news, which was ex-West Ham. Ah, okay. Uh, I mean, if, if if we've got like a, a proper judgment on him being probably out of this one from ex-West Ham employee, then I'd probably feel a bit more confident that he'd be out. But the prop the problem is, and this is where the issue comes from, is like he's still a good pick for a, a little while. So it's kind of like we need to really know the severity of how long he's out for. Because if he's only out for one week. I've got Cameron Archer as my first sub. I'll just start him against Bournemouth, um, for example. Um, I think the thing the with um, the thing with ex West Ham employees, he's got the Patreon now, hasn't he? So I don't Ooh. think he, I don't think he directly, um, you know, kind of got to be careful. Tweets. <laughs> exactly, yeah. But uh, with the, there's a post from uh, Coy Irons, fifty-one thousand followers, who is who's tagged ex West Ham employee. And says Jared Bowen's scans results have shown fluid on, fluid on the knee. This has a varying time of recovery. He will now see a specialist to determine how long that is. Oh, honestly, so yeah. I I think it's pretty certain he's going to be mm. he's he's going to be out. Oh, you know, I really enjoyed the parallel universe where I captained Bowen and he got a hat trick. Mm. I was in, I, I had I been enjoying that. Yeah, yeah I've been yeah. enjoying that in my head for a couple of days, but the dream. Just like the Purvis of Stupinan one is now dead. <laughs> yeah. Uh, there's a few questions about cash. Chat Sport says his cash out. FPL Stud says what about cash? He's just been given a flag. Um, yeah. Looking Live at, on air, look, basically. Yeah, looking around, it looks like he's trained, though. So it doesn't look like it's a major one. Um, and you've got to think that he's going to be all right. Um, I mean, he he did with, apparently he did withdraw from the squad. Um, but FPL Villain, who we trust on, on Twitter, normally gives reliable uh, news, uh, has said he's returned to training and will be fit. And that was today. Oh, I so need that. I, I need think that. he's <laughs> I think he's probably going to be all right. I'm hoping he is. Um, but it's just there's too many flags again. I, it's just it's very stressful. I mean, so I still haven't played my wild card. So 
I don't, I don't want to have to use it to to come through all of these injuries. But I, this isn't the first time. You still haven't used the wild cards. And you're oh yeah, thirty-eight, nine k in the world. Bloody yeah, hell, man, man wow. knows how to play. <laughs> <laughs> You've come no, a long just, way. Yeah, well, yeah, I've come a long way from my who's this, who's this guy about five or six years ago. Um, no, I just the thing is, I wanted to use it late because of this blank game week. I've been saying it pretty much since July. I got a few, I got a few haters as you usually do when you do these videos. When I said way back in July, I'd like, I'd like to try using it then because then it means you can dead in, dead end into it. And it just, I don't know, everything just seems to have fallen just right for me. I mean, I've had Cash and Anderson since before game week one, so they've just been in there the whole time. So my team value's great. Um, I've got really jammy as well um, <laughs> with with all sorts of stuff. I mean, having Van de Ven because I couldn't afford Poro and um, Adogi. I mean, it did work out. He's injured now, <laughs> but yeah. you know, I got the points for that. I got Anderson off the bench a couple of times, and so yeah, I've just never needed the, to use the wild card. And I think the other thing is, well, I mean, I guess I'm going to use this as an answer to any questions about injuries. Don't if you've got the wild card or you're thinking about lots of hits, don't worry about fixing all 15 players just try and get 11 out carry people on the bench if they're injured if you can because you had them because they were good right and so if you then end up bringing them back a couple of weeks later um when maybe two or three game weeks they've missed and the rest of your team's been fine you've saved yourself so much in transfers that was the plan for a stupid and it hasn't quite worked out mm. um but you know there's been a couple of other players where it has so I'm it's hoping. a bit of a combination, isn't it? Because you, yeah. you, 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 you don't really want to use a wild card just to fix a load of issues. Sometimes you might have to, especially if you can only get like nine out or something. But you don't really want to use it. You want to use it when the fixtures change, when you can exactly. get ahead of the curve and, and that kind of thing. And as I say, it kind of feels maybe maybe not this week, but you know, in, in a few weeks when Chelsea's fixtures turn a little bit nicer, when obviously we're going to want to bring players like Mbumo in and then Brentford's fixtures are quite nice. And then you've got obviously the Haaland thing to deal with. You want to make sure you've got a decent bench option. Feels like maybe that's the the kind of round to, yeah. to do it. I mean, it's game 16 week 19, or 19. Yeah, it's game 16 19 or 19, says basically. Alex Mason yeah. planning for that week. You either go 16 to lean into the fixture swing, or you go 19 so that you don't have to spend a free hit or loads of transfers or have a good bench for 18. They're the mm. two options, basically. Mm. Um, 16, I think, is can work as a wild card, but I still the problem is is that you would have to basically get a load of players who you can't use in 18. The other, because the main issue is Man City. Their fixtures are actually really great outside of the blank game week. So that's why, in my opinion, dead ending into it and wildcarding afterwards makes kind of more sense. That's kind Mm. of the key issue. And then the other thing is between now and 16, you can sort of build your wildcard squad with your free transfers. So I've been working on what is effectively a game week 16 wildcard with my free transfers so that it becomes a wildcard by that point. Uh, that's what I've been looking at, which some people on the channel are probably sick of me talking about. But um, anyone else who's still got it, I think that's got to be the way to go. Because th- 18 is eighteen is horrible. Because Arsenal play Liverpool as well. So you, you can't even fall back on your Sackers and your Martinelli's and your Salas. I mean, they may get points. But it's a pretty nasty fixture to come in a game mm. week when Brentford and Man City aren't playing. I think we're going to see a lot of free hits played then. Well, Lots and, and Arch has got um, Villa away, which is... Exactly. You know, we're so, going to be relying on him to come off the bench. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so it's going to be a messy one at 18. So start planning now. I keep yep. saying it. And yeah, I'm not going to stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, speaking of planning, poor planning for some people. West Bam, Bowen is the most transferred in player uh, this week. I mean, you're a bit unlucky, aren't you? Because he wasn't going to start. Maybe he might have started in the second England game, but probably not going to get like a load of minutes. 
Um, it was a, uh, you know, when, when Son picked up his little injury as well, or we thought he had picked up his little injury, <laughs> um, you know, I reckon that probably pushed quite a few people to, to make that move. But yeah, this is why sometimes you, don't make you just got to just gotta wait, just got to wait mm. it out. Unlike what mm. my my co-host says all the time, uh, sometimes <laughs> he needs to do it. Uh, Rashan Bowen's seriously injured. Yeah, we, we think he probably, he probably um, likely is. Uh, Jamie Hayes says, David has a rank that high while still holding, <laughs> still holding us to Pinyan is criminal, not fair, man. I completely agree, Jamie. Absolutely disgusting. The funny uh, thing is, is I, so I, I think I might have mentioned this to you as, so obviously I'm, I'm, I've got my shirts behind me. I've got a Lundstrom, I've got a Jimenez. It's been a while since I got a new one. And over the summer, I went and bought myself uh, a shirt that you can, you'd be very proud of me for this one. So I went and bought myself a Brighton shirt because I wanted to get myself and a Stupinan up behind me at the mm. end of last season, ready for the start of this one. I have been popping into Sports Direct for months, ex- like hoping that they've got all of the letters in Navy to do a 30 and an Estupinan with the correct accents. It's a long name and an this, accent. It's probably quite yeah. a pricey one. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's more the fact they're out of stock. They're out of stock of the letters that would allow them to do a Estupinan. So he has been... So I literally have a Brighton shirt that's out of shot right now that I've had genuinely out of shot for three months and I'm just waiting for the Plymouth Sports Direct to have the letters for a Estupinan. So... It, it was a sign. I, I should have known <laughs> that this was going to happen. I'm doing it in real life and in my actual yeah, team. Exactly. Just waiting on Purvis. I, I, I tried to order Yelena a, um, a Ben Me one oh, nice. um, for a birthday. And they were like, yeah, we're out of letters. So it's like, two letters. <laughs> M&E. <laughs> How can what? it be out of M&E's? <laughs> oh, my days. Ridiculous. Oh. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, good players get jam. There you go. Oh. It's nice, isn't it? Well, I've been drinking my jam tea for anyone who's not seen. Um, I drink a lot of biscuit tea. It's my favourite flavour. Uh, but I ran out recently. I've been very busy, so I've not had a chance to go out and buy more tea. So I've just been drinking what's at the back of my cupboard for the past two or three weeks, and the only other flavour at the back is jam on toast. So that sounds disgusting. I know it, it's it. That's why it was at the back of the cupboard, man. Yeah, like, <laughs> well, that's not the kind of one you, you go in. You go, oh, I wonder what that tastes like. You try it once, and you're like, oh no, I'm never drinking that again. I, I, I needed about five sugars to make it palatable. So. Uh, we've got a FPL borrow in the chat while we were uh, did that for free this time sometimes you super chats in and I'll do it <laughs> but I thought, thought I'd give you a free one this week uh, quite a few questions about Slanky uh, actually one from uh, FPL Borat, one from Lennox uh, Desborough do you think Solanke matches or betters Watkins um, up to game week 18 we've got one from Uproar as well two free transfers Bowen and Alvarez for Mbumo and Solanke question mark what, what do you think on, on Solanke yeah, I mean, it's a good shout. I mean, when you look at the fixtures they've got, Sheffield United away uh, is a great one. Um, Villa, Palace. I mean, at home against Villa, I mean, Villa's defence aren't great away from home. So, you know, I think there's definitely opportunities there. Uh, Palace away is probably a hard one because I do think Selhurst Park is where, you know, I've got double Palace defence. I've got Johnston and, and Anderson. So that kind of gives you all you need to know about what I think of their defence. Um United in 16 um, is, you know, I'd probably start him for that one because, you know, United, I don't think they deserve to be a red fixture anymore. Um, and really the main thing is you just, you, you're looking at Luton at home in 17. And I've said earlier on about game week 18, having some kind of plan. Well, Bournemouth away at Forest in game week 18, that's one of the nicer fixtures that week, to be honest. Mm. Uh, so he looks, he looks pretty good. Conversely, um, was it a one year? Is that the other option? Mm. Um, it, he obviously is at home to Bournemouth in game week 18 and has Everton at home, Fulham away, Wolves away as four of his next, uh, that's four of his next six, for example. So they're, bo- they're both good shouts. I think I'd probably go Solanke if I had to pick between them because... Obviously, uh, he's obviously had this injury of late. So, you know, that's perhaps at the back of my mind, considering my team is, is filled with lags. 
And Solanke probably has a little bit more Premier League pedigree about him. Um, I know, I know, one he's not really new to the league anymore. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, Solanke is a great shout. He's, there's always a time of year when he becomes, um, let's say, there's a train or a bandwagon or whatever vehicle you want to use for Solanke. I mean, I did all those TikToks with the cherry tomatoes last year. I mean, that was that was tasty. Um, like I ate quite a lot of cherry tomatoes. So there's always a time. When it's Solanke time, whether it's now, I don't know. I probably won't go for him myself, but he's a good shout. Is what I'm trying to say. I mean, last last season he got six goals and ten assists. That's that's not a bad result. It's not as many goals as you want that Bournemouth would probably want from their from their main striker. But it, yeah, but it was enough not. enough to keep them up. Um, he he blanks a lot. I mean, he he's he got the the points against Newcastle. So I don't think many were kind of expecting that. And then he blanked against Man City before that. Okay, that's fair enough. But then he's blanked against Burnley, Everton. Um, already like in the in the two games before that scored against Wolves okay blanked against Arsenal blanked against Chelsea I guess you could say in the games he's blanked a lot of them are ones that you'd maybe kind of expect him to but yeah I don't know I mean he's he's fine I mean he really kind of I mean the 13 points against um, Newcastle I don't think you can you can be expecting too many of those he, he's the kind of player that I think will will tick along a little bit I think Aronai is more explosive I think Nottingham Forest are, are a better team than Bournemouth and have more goals in them Given you know they've got they've got pace on the wings now, Amanai's started the season really strongly. Uh, Gibbs White hasn't really been kind of up to his his best kind of standard so far, but you'd think would improve. I mean, he got what like fifteen assists or something last season. <laughs> yeah, it's quite a lot. I think I'd go Amanai out of the two. Interesting. But I was just having a look at some two point four million, and one of us is thirty eight thousand. So well, yeah, man. <laughs> but I mean, I, yeah, but I'm just doing it from drinking a specific brand of tea, and I've recently replaced the, the biscuit flavour, so I'm probably going to get a red arrow. This oh, week. I, oh the, you can't change anything. It's like that Malcolm oh, no. Middle episode where where how goes bowling. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you got to keep everything the same. Well, it's too I, late now. I've, I've moved on. Well, one thing I was looking at some numbers is that interestingly enough, Solanke has actually had the same number of shots in the box as Haaland over the last four, which is the mm. joint most in the Premier League. So he's having a go. You know, and his goal conversion rate is about twenty five percent. So it's like, it's not amazing. And he's no Harland, but he's he's being afforded as many opportunities as him, uh, I guess. Um, so I don't know. I mean, I don't think it, it's, it's not going to change your mind, but it's just an interesting stat yeah. there as well that he has. He's been he's been having a go of late. So that's all you can ask for, isn't it? Have yeah, exactly. The mo- so in the words go. of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer, the most important thing is the lads had fun. So exactly. Yeah. yeah, I think with your with your team and your flags, Aaron I used to doubt, isn't he? So I think you're probably right. But I mean, the fixes are nice. Two home games in a row, Brighton, Everton, then Wolves, uh, then, sorry, then Fulham, then Wolves, then Spurs, then Bournemouth. I mean, right up to game week 18. I mean, that is a really, really good run. I mean, the, the, the games that look tough there, like Brighton and Spurs, aren't that tough given the, the injuries we've both got. So, mm. Mm, yeah, I don't know, interesting. Uh, Chat Sports says Chris Wood for Forrest, if Aaron I is injured. <laughs> Oh, I mean, I actually, I, do you remember what year was it when we all owned Chris Wood and we captained him against Norwich? It was, I feel like that was a COVID season. I feel like I remember he, he sort of... He did well, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Whereas in, he was kind of a staple for our teams because yeah. I think Burnley ended up with a few double game weeks or something. Um, so, so I've actually got a lot of love for Chris Wood. And a couple of years ago on the subject of shirts, I did nearly buy myself a Chris Wood shirt, mm. uh, the Burnley one. So he, he's, he's got some history there. Um, he's not really been on my radar of late. If I'm honest, I, I guess the problem is if if Aaron, he's usually the first choice and has had an injury. Part of me doesn't want to own either of those two guys for that reason. The more I think about it, um, <laughs> an insult to scrape in the barrel. Oh, 
Scott Speed. Scott Speed, really, really uh, harsh on, on poor old Chris. I mean, he got a big haul a couple of weeks ago, didn't he? I mean, that's that's why people are talking about him because he did just sort of pop up and remind everybody he still exists. Yeah, well, okay, it was Luton, wasn't it? Well, there we go. I mean, that's it. There we go. That's your answer yeah. to your question, I suppose. Twenty nine points this year, thirteen points against Luton. I mean, he's he hasn't started a game in the last three, so I guess I guess that's the problem. Is I think it's only if Awanai's out for a bit and he's he's probably yeah. Not, so but you need Awanai to like break his leg or something. Yeah, not that we need, want that, but you no, need it to be you, one where you know he's out for a long time. An option, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, Alex Mason, any love for Huang as a punch? Good uh, as a punt, as a punch. Good fixtures <laughs> coming up. Six goals in twelve games for five point five million. Yeah, it was a bit of concern, wasn't it? Because he was he was attracting some interest, and then obviously Neto got injured, um, and people started to go off him a little bit. Neto's still going to be out for for a little while, um, but. You know, we we've only seen it's just the one game, isn't it? That the uh, it's two games. Up. Is it two games? Two games. Okay. So yeah. He got the assist against Sheffield United then, but then blanked That's against it. blanked against Spurs. So there's quite a few good options around that kind of five five bracket now, isn't there? I mean, you've got Palmer, obviously, um, Gordon as well. Eze is only a little bit more. Maybe even Gibbs White if you're looking for someone as a bit of a pump. Where do you kind of rank Huang among that? Yeah, I mean, again, I mean, he's just a player that I've not really had the space to consider because of basically all of the players you've mentioned there. Uh, I mean, the, the landscape is obviously shifting because Bowen is now injured. But in terms of replacements for him, if it is long term, I'd be looking at, I'd probably be looking at another West Ham one, to be honest. I'm kind of thinking of Kudus, maybe. Uh, he's got better fixtures, uh, I think, um, and feels a bit more explosive. Um, and Burmo, I think, is kind of about as essential as, it's get, as it gets, to be honest. I know it's a swear word around here, but... Um, <laughs> I, I know it's a different price point, but yeah, I think Wolves without Neto, that would make me nervous because yeah, they have had two games without him. They've lost to Sheffield United, which I actually was quite surprised by. I, I felt that Wolves would probably still have enough to win that because Gary O'Neill, I've said this before, he feels like the young man's Neil Warnock. Mm. It's almost as if if Neil Warnock had very sadly passed away and all of a sudden Gary O'Neill was doing this, I would honestly think that he had like imbued a part of his spirit onto him because he kind of feels like the guy that comes in and just does the inexplicable job. And you're like, how, is, how does he do that? Because he's now doing it with the second club in a row. So, yeah, um, yeah whatever magic Neil Warnock has worked on Gary O'Neill, it's, it's worked. Um, so I was surprised they didn't win that. I, I thought they would win that. So I, part of me thinks maybe they've lost that because they just didn't you know, have Neto. So, but then at the same time, Hwang getting an assist there, you can still turn around and be like, it was only Sheffield United. So, um, yeah, there's just too much up in the air. The other thing is, again, I'm going to I'm a broken record on absolutely everything. If people watch every video on this channel and they see me every day and they're like, oh, here he goes, talking about blank game week 18 again. Well, tough. Like, I'm going to do it because when it comes to my transfers, I'm not really interested in signing anyone who doesn't help me that week because I don't want to use my free hit and I want a wild card after and they're at home to Chelsea that week. So, um, who are improving. So it, that just kind of locks him out. Decent short-term option, perhaps, with the fixtures, but it's just, without Neto, just makes me a bit nervous. Really. I, I there's just, there's I, better I options, just, isn't I there? just think Gordon and, and Palmer are, are better picks. And yeah, oh, Palmer, that's the other one. Yeah, you, don't, you don't want both of those. Yeah, you don't want both of those and, and like, Whiting, because then, you know, you're losing out on your Sackers, Son, Salas... Uh, and in Bumo is just going to be really popular as well. So yeah, no, it's not it's not one for me. Um, yeah. We're getting quite a few captaincy questions uh, coming in. I think this week is is a bit of a, a bit of a difficult one, right? I mean, Haaland's obviously got Liverpool. Liverpool's defensive stats aren't great when they play away from home, but obviously he's got the the flag um, on him. Chat Sport is saying Bruno uh, captain. We've got Arn saying captain on Ward Prowse. 
that seems uh, a bit a bit too ballsy uh, for <laughs> me. Uh, I saw a Solanke potential captain um, as well. Obviously, some people are going for Son uh, too. Who's your who's your captain at the moment? Uh, well, Jared Bowen uh, at the moment. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, yeah. <laughs> I haven't changed it yet. I, inst- I insta-captained him, whatever you want to call it. Like Second as the deadline passed, it was straight on him. And I don't really actually go and look at my specific team uh, until pretty much you know, when I'm making my transfers. Because, I mean, it's different for me. I obviously just spend all the time with my head buried in the actual sort of scout <laughs> members area and stuff like that. Um, so I don't tinker very much. So I haven't changed it yet. And honestly, I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea what I'm going to do. Mm. I'm, I, it depends what my transfer is. If I do Matoma to Mbermo and I, and I hold on to Bowen, then I'm probably going to go Haaland uh, because I think he'll get maybe a goal and assist against Liverpool. Um, if, I, if I get a West Ham player as a replacement, I would maybe consider them because this Burnley fixture is is a really good one and it's the fact that it's at Turf Moor that's what underpins the the credentials for a West Ham captain here because Burnley I mean they've started trying to defend a bit more uh, the Arsenal game shows that company maybe has realized he needs to kind of play Burnley football of old just to try and get through games because it took Arsenal I think to like the 46 minute I think it was mm. uh, to get that goal but I think at home against the team that they will see as beatable West Ham probably being one of them they will go back to that style of football that just results in them being annihilated. Because you look at the go- the goals they've conceded at home this year, it's like fours and fives and threes on a pretty regular basis. So the fixture is a good one. The problem is, is Bowen is amazing away from home and then he's now not going to be there. What impacts mm. are going to have? So that would... That also, would, what impact does it have yeah. on the rest of the team? Because That's what I mean, yeah. Caduce is a flag um, as well. Antonio's going to be up for a while. Bowen's... Not going to play. So what does that, that probably means? Paqueta up top, like we saw him in play um, a few weeks yeah. ago. Could he, good could he be an option? Yeah, could he be an option? I nearly signed Paqueta. So when I it was between Bowen and Paqueta for game week eleven, no, sorry, game week twelve, and in the end I went Bowen because I felt I was more comfortable captaining him in this one than Paqueta. And then Paqueta scored the first goal in game week twelve, and I was like, oh, classic. But it's fine. <laughs> Bowen then obviously got the goal. So yeah, Paqueta's not bad. I mean, the problem is that if you go outside of the big hitters, you are going to have to captain someone who is quote unquote unreliable because of their price. Because obviously, Man City playing Liverpool, that kind of I want to say cancels them out. But I'm putting inverted commas around that because we reckon there's still returns there. It's just we don't feel that we can predict explosivity with much kind of like confidence. I think the the fixture I'd be most interested in outside of this one is. Crystal Palace, Luton. I think if I had Eze and Bowen after what's just happened, I'd probably captain Eze because he's on penalties. Mm. Luton's defense isn't great, and actually, Palace when Eze is in the team look like amazing. Oh, I, don't so. know. I don't know. I think I think Luton could will be hopeful to get something from that. Palace haven't. I mean, exactly it is a kind of road, admittedly. Yeah, but. it's it's a, it's a tough game. Like amazingly enough, I mean, Liverpool struggled, didn't they, um, to to kind of break them down? So yeah, I don't think that's going to be a, a walkover for. Um, for for Palace, but yeah, you, I think if you've got Eze, you're going to be hopeful that he's going to get something. But I'm not sure I'd I'd captain him. Yeah, um, I think we're just back to Haaland now. I think that's the problem yeah. with with the Bowen thing. I think everyone's just going to look at their team, and unless they have an Eze or they feel super confident about War Prowse, they're just going to captain Haaland, which is a shame because we were the, back to having captaincy debates. I know. <laughs> now the, 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 tr- the trouble is, you, know, the, you, you feel like the way the way Haaland is at the moment, the way City are, you just feel that goal is just... Yeah. You know, he, he's starting with six to eight points, isn't he? Because you, you just back him to get to get a goal um, in, in kind of any game. And 
I'm looking at the other options. I'm just thinking, I don't see huge hauls for these players. There's no game I really look at. And the only one I saw where I was probably comf- confident of a, of a big return was Bowen against Burnley, which was why mm. I was thinking of, of moving Son to Bowen and bringing him in. But, you know, we, we can't do it. Um, hopefully some some kind of easy, uh, well, two easy ones and a potentially difficult one. Uh, <laughs> Michael Scott, start Livermento or Cash? I think that's an easy one. Uh, yeah, I mean, Cash, right? Um, really? I would say Livermento. Interesting. I'd definitely play Livermento over Cash in this one. Interesting. Well, I think the thing is, well, okay, the flag now changes things, I guess. I guess, are we sure Are we sure on Livermento as in as a starter? Were you this week? Because Hall can't play. Oh, of course. Right, okay. In which case, that does that does help. But do we think Newcastle get a good result here? I mean, Chelsea are in good form. Newcastle are, are, are good at home and Cash, I mean, Cash concedes against Spurs, surely. But then and again, Spurs it... are without Madison and they're also without Basuma and they're also without Van der Ven. I think this could be one of those. I mean, if, if, I wouldn't be surprised if Villa win this with like one nil. It's a tough. I think it's a tough Interesting. one. Interesting. I think okay. it's a tough one. Okay, I've started but, off with a. With a I thought it was an easy one. <laughs> it's an easy one. I, no, two I hours just think later. Newcastle at home are a different, a different beast. Um, we we've already got uh, mentioned down here that from Tanky Gimeras is back uh, as, as well, which obviously a, yeah, that's a fair a, point. A, a big loss. They not having him kind of in midfield. Um, Chelsea, but, I mean, Chelsea against... have been better, but. Yeah, I just think you're betting against Chelsea getting a goal, which I don't know. I suppose Livermento does have that attacking threat, but they then both again, so does Cash. They, so. both, they both probably can see I think they both can cons- Yeah, I think one of these players gets five points and the other one gets one point. Mm. And, I, and I, I actually personally think it's a coin flip. Okay. Between, uh, sorry. Scott Speed, <laughs> Eze or Caduceus for a three-week punt? Oh, I, think it's, I think it's Eze, right? I'm just going to yeah. go double-check the fixtures. Um because their fixtures, yeah, Luton away, West Ham away. And if I was, a, an, I would love to be an away player playing West Ham at the London Stadium because I honestly feel like West Ham hate playing there. Mm. <laughs> I mean, I've seen it everywhere. I've seen it, I've seen it at Plymouth Argyle as well. When you've got a team that has fans who, ha- who quite rightly have big expectations, um, it can actually sometimes be a bit of a curse. You know, every pass that goes, for- that goes sideways instead of forward, you hear everybody mm. be like, oh, you know, and sometimes I think the away, away team can feed off that. So I think I think I think as they get someone there at West Ham as well, and then Bournemouth at home fifteen for the next three. Uh, uh, Palace just have the better fixtures, and Eze's the talisman. He's on penalties. We don't know if that's the same for Kudus. Um, if Bowen misses the next three, that probably makes Kudus weaker. So arguably, that's the easy question, <laughs> and the one yep. before is the hard one. Next one's even easier. Oh, sorry, pens. I've no. just seen someone in the chat, by the way, saying Plymouth have big expectations. Yes just at a sort of like micromanaged level. <laughs> this was when they were in like League Two. Don't worry, we, we have no an- anticipation we should be anywhere near the Premier League. But when you're in League Two and you're the biggest city to never have a Premier League team and you're playing against Accrington Stanley, there is 18,000 people who are expecting you to win that game. So it just, it's all relative. I just wanted to clarify <laughs> it, that. <laughs> it, it, it is all relative. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, on Archer, he's not on penalties. I think Norwood takes them, right? So I think, that I think is, Norwood uh, took the on. last one. I wonder if I do sort of wonder if it's maybe up for grabs. I don't know because um, I mean Bernie had it before, right? That's why people are asking the question, isn't it? I mean Archer hasn't taken a penalty for for Sheffield United. Yeah, I, th- I think that people just hope that he will because he's the centre forward who's the most likely to start. Which, but that obviously doesn't mean anything. Or You're getting can called mean out nothing. for your uh, biggest city. Uh, Luke Smith says Bristol. No, no, no. Oh no, sorry, it's um. Top flight, I think. I think of Bristol. Weren't Bristol City in the? 
in the <laughs> Division One way back. It, it it used to be Hull, and now it's Plymouth. Like, look it up. It's true. Okay. Oh, it's possible. I mean, I, hold on. What is it based on? Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. I'm going to have to check it now, but I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that that's like, without that, right, we're nothing. We don't have a stat, right? That's our stat, guys. Don't take that away. That's all you've got. That's all, <laughs> that's all got. we got. Yep. Uh, I have Matoma and no transfers and no bench option. God, I'm sorry, Din. Uh, should I take a minus four? Got to. Really? Yeah. Um, when, when he says no transfers, I'm assuming he's already made one. Yeah, made made a transfer. Nothing on your bench. You're not you don't want to play with ten, do you? So you're gonna. I mean, I mean, unfortunately, this is one of those um, team specific questions. If if you don't already have Mbermo, I think a minus four for Mbermo pays off. Well, does it because... matter? What you t- if if you if you if you're going to be playing with ten men, you you, you don't keep Matoma, do you? How, do we know how long he's out for? No. So then, that's the only thing. Does it matter though? Again, like, again I, I you can't, I, I wouldn't go into a game week with with ten men. It, with, so I, I I did that a couple of weeks ago. Um, <laughs> it was my well, I wouldn't do it intentionally. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, sorry, it was an accident. I went in mm. and Flecken, I think Flecken was ill and Turner got benched same week. Um, so that, that, if I'm honest, if you want to get to 38k, pick 10 players. <laughs> That's <laughs> Great. my advice. Sa- Soundbite that advice, yeah. <laughs> um, I would 100, if, if I had Matoma, who I think there's question marks around whether he really is the best asset around the 6-6 six, six mark anyway. Um, if, if I had him and, and I had no bench and I'd already used a transfer, 100% I'd, I'd take a hit for someone else. Anyone, you know, anyone is, has got, you want to have someone with potential to do well than, than a player that isn't playing. And I think you can look at Eze, um, you can look at Mbumo if you haven't got him and, and set yourself up if you've got that bit of money um, in the bank or you drop down to Palmer or Gordon. I'd rather have any of those players than a, the injured Matoma. Yeah, I don't I think, think Matoma's done enough to like warrant like a kind of essential state it's, it's forest away this week and then it's chelsea away and then it's brentford they're not you know brilliant fixtures then it's burnley at home okay that's nice but then it's arsenal then it's palace i think it's it's probably time i think it's you know, if, if i had matoma and he wasn't injured i'd still probably be thinking of of selling him uh, this week um probably not for a hit this week but he'd definitely be on the on the chopping block um phantom force gx would you do cash adingra and watkins watkins out uh, to Bulldog, Mbumo, and either Isak or Nkunku for free uh, in two game weeks. Wow, this question is like getting your head around the plot to a Christopher Nolan film. Um, so I don't like those moves at all. Yeah, I don't like them either. Um, because Ad- I mean, Adingra. I mean, I mean, there's more of the more of Brighton's going to go through him if they don't have Matoma, mm. right? Um, and he has looked good of late. Um, Cash, I think, sounds like we don't need to be too worried about that. Brenda impressions aside. Um, <laughs> and yeah, Watkins as well. Also, so this is the other thing. I was having this conversation with uh, uh, Ryan on Scout the Game Week last week. Aston Villa, they're in a tricky spot right now because in, in that you have, to, you have to get it right. You have to think about what your long-term plan is because they are one of the best teams that will bail you out in 18. So they host Sheffield United. And in a game week when Man City aren't playing, and Liverpool and Arsenal play each other, who do you captain? Well, I mean, Ollie Watkins at home to Sheffield United seems pretty good. Mm. Um, and so, to be fair, you've got Man City, you've got Arsenal, you've got Brentford to come, but you've got Spurs away next, right? And Spurs are the shortest of defensive options. I think Watkins gets a return this week. Bournemouth away, same thing, right? Because it's Bournemouth. 
if you can suffer him through Man City and Arsenal at home, but obviously, like Villa have one of the best home records in the country right now, you probably still get something. If you can just make sure you've got him in place for 18, he's a captain candidate. So the last thing I want to see people do is sell him and then get to 18 and be like, oh, I really wish I had Watkins now. I mean, you mm. maybe can get back to him. If you can get back to him and you can go through those other games uh, by selling him and then getting him back, then great. But I don't know. It's just, I'm seeing a lot of Villa questions right now. And my answer just has to be, what's your, it's, I answer it with a question. What is your plan for 18? Because Watkins might help you unlock it if you hadn't already realised that. I think what Watkins is, is quite an easy easy hold. And I, I definitely wouldn't be selling... You know, we're coming into a you know a ridiculously busy schedule of, of of games, and he plays every game. Arguably, plays every every minute. And Phantom Force yeah. GX is is looking at selling for Isak or Nkunku, who are two players who you cannot guarantee are even going to be on the team sheet, let alone having their minutes managed. Um, you know, with Wilson out, it, it boosts Isak if he's if he's back and fit. But Gordon can play there, and not, he's not going to be able to play every game if he's been injured for for a few weeks. And then Kunku hasn't played a minute Premier League football, so yeah, that's true. It's far far too risky um, for me. Uh, I would yeah. I would not not make those moves. Find it's another way saying, to though, get to him, Boomer. Newcastle though, they do have also a good game week eighteen fixture. So if you end up doing Watkins to Isak, maybe in what like fifteen because they've got Everton and they've got Fulham and they've got Luton as three of the next four. They, so they're away at Luton in in game week eighteen. So I had at one stage when I was using Plan FPL just to kind of like look seven or eight game weeks in the future, one of Isak or Wilson was a possible captaincy option that week as well. So it's mm-hmm. worth saying that of the people we've discussed there, yeah, I pretty much agree with everything. But it's also worth saying Newcastle could also help you unlock your blank game week 18 dilemma as well. So yep. bear that in mind. Yep, makes sense. Uh, Connor White, you mentioned Mbuma being close to essential. Well, this will put it to the test. <laughs> Would you do DRB to Mbuma this week? We're on free transfer. Won't be able to afford it Ooh. if Mbuma goes up. You're asking the right person here for once. Normally, the questions come in, I'm like, it doesn't affect my team. No idea. <laughs> but with this one, I don't have Mbomo and I do have DRB. Although I suppose it would be one of Ima Matoma or Bowen that goes to Mbomo. And so I do have DRB and I don't want to sell him. Sell one of your injured players, for God's sake. <laughs> yeah, I know, I'm going to have to at some point, aren't I? Um, the second I do that, that's when I'll plummet down the uh, the rankings. But yeah, I, that's a tricky one. Um, because again, DRB helps you unlock um, those other game weeks. I think... If you, I mean, Umbermo is going to be more important to you in the next three or four games than DRB. So, I think maybe you do it because you're gonna. I think you're gonna need him. I think you're gonna need Umbermo because the fixtures are too good. There's too many other injuries that basically mean that if it if it wasn't for for Matoma, uh, and if it wasn't for Bowen, then Umbermo might be less damaging to you if you don't own him. But like everyone's going there now. And uh, I, I'm kind of playing a bit of a game of bingo right now of how many Fantasy Football Scout videos can we have someone say, I do Matoma to Mbermo this week. Um, because it's just, everyone's doing it, um, which is no criticism. Sometimes that just happens. Sometimes everybody goes, the easy, it's the way of least resistance. So that unfortunately might force your hand even more. To go without Mbermo could be quite dangerous. I don't really like the move of, of DRB to Mbermo this week. You know, it's. I mean, I don't like the move. Mbermo is at Arsenal, but, but I mean, you you could free, you could save the transfer, right? And then you have got two weeks, so then free up a bit of money somewhere else. I mean, Mbermo's fixture is better next week. Yeah, exactly. But I mean, if you, you're uh, if, if Connor's saying he he needs, you know, he's got no money to do it in the future, we'll save the transfer. Then next week, take cash out and, and move cash down to a, a cheaper defender, and then you free up a bit of money to 
to do Diaby. I mean, I'd much rather have Diaby this week. I think Diaby against Spurs is a is a great fixture. They're going to play high. They, mm. It's going to be Ben Davis probably <laughs> up against at centre back up against Diaby and Watkins. Could be a could be a bit of a bloodbath really. If yeah. they, I do if think they this is where Villa kind of correct their away day hoodoo because. Mm. Spurs just just lacking the tools and the apparatus to kind of stop them playing mm. the style of football they like to play. So, I, yeah, it's a good one for Villa this week. Yeah. Um, Dr. FPL, I have Darwin in a 3-4-3. How essential is Palmer from game week 18? I can't get to him without breaking the formation. So switching from a, yeah from three up top to, to five in midfielder. I mean, Palmer is basically a uh, when, not if for basically everyone now. Um, he His price is amazing. His fixtures are great from 16. Um, he's benchable because of his price, if you're worried about that. Um, but when you look at the people he's got points against, I mean, we were looking at, what was it, game week uh, sort of nine to about game week 15 was the six really awful games for Chelsea. And he's returned in, I think, four of the last five, five yeah, of the last had, six, he's had something four, like. He's had four penalties. Would we be talking about him as an essential okay. player <laughs> if he hadn't had four penalties? Well, One so he had, in that time. So he, so he does have penalties, right? But then, great, penalty taker, good. Tick box. That's what I think. Also, Chelsea are a team that will You'd win be penalties. To Joe, you sound so much like <laughs> Joe. If you say that, oh, I'm a little Joe. I'm, I'm little Joe. <laughs> I, I, that would be my name if I was one of Robin Hood's merry men. I'd be little Joe, um, or maybe John T. Just as a sort of flashback to his uh, old days. Yeah, 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 little John T. That'd be me. Yeah. But no, but I, honestly, I think they're still going to get penalties. And the thing is, um, there is more nuance to that than simply just going it penalty, it good tick box. Because you want to have the penalty takers from the teams that win lots of penalties, and so therefore. Teams like Chelsea will win penalties. I mean, basically down to Raheem Sterling, right? Uh, but he's not the only technically gifted, quite fast, quite tricky player in the team. I mean, you think about, you know, uh, why Bruno Fernandes has, not anymore, but has spent a long time being a, an important penalty taker to have because they had, you know, Rashford and lots of other really fast, tricky players mm. winning the penalties. Um, you know, there, it's a big club as well, which I'm not going to say adds any bias, but, you know, Maybe it does, maybe it doesn't, um, to, to that penalty conversation. So I'd rather own the penalty taker at a team like Chelsea with the personnel that they have than maybe own the penalty taker at Sheffield United. So I think having penalties means more for him. The other thing is that when you take penalties away of Chelsea players, the only player who's got a higher expected goal involvement over the last four, I think it is, is Jackson. And then, this is non-penalty, by the way, so that's outside of the penalties. Jackson's is quite high because he basically just had like an open goal three times in that Spurs game. So you could argue that's maybe a bit of an anomaly. Uh, whereas Palmer has just been consistent in kind of every aspect of the game. So um, only one Chelsea player has had more shots in the box in that time than him. That is Jackson. So he's second for that one. And only one Chelsea player has, had, uh, has created more chances than him. That's Gallagher. Gallagher's not doing very well for shots. Jackson's not doing very well for creativity. So Palmer straddles basically both of those columns and is in the top two for both. And, to, and both of those don't include penalties. Uh, so then when you attach the penalties on as well, basically he's just looked really, really good from open play. Is, is, there, having... is there any worry when the Nkunku comes back, like S-Ban mentions, that he gets penalties and then Palmer's Maybe. role when the team changes a bit and he's, and he's not the option? But does he need to be 5-2? Five, five no, because that's the thing. If this guy was 8 million, he wouldn't be as, in my opinion, essential. It's just the fact that he's 5-2 that you can, mm. you can have that. Because if you took the penalties away, I'd still want him at 5-2. And I was having a really interesting chat, actually, with, with Harry, as in FPL Harry uh, and Nacho. Um, 
uh, some of our Team South colleagues there actually uh, at the FCAs the other night who obviously watch Chelsea quite regularly and 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 their view watching that guy on the pitch every week is they cannot understand why people are describing him as a penalty merchant because in their eyes what they're seeing is that guy holds the team together. Well, he's and a penalty he, merchant because in five games he scored four penalties well, and got one assist. <laughs> true, <laughs> true. But as in, but that doesn't that doesn't take into account what they've seen him do that maybe isn't reflected in the FPL points, but is reflected in the underlying stats and is reflected in the eye test and just everything that I'm hearing about him is he's incredible. And I I, I will be very surprised if in the next six or ten game weeks we don't see him get lots of open play attacking mm-hmm. returns. And Nkunku coming back to the team makes Palmer better, in my opinion, because Nkunku won't play on the right. He'll probably play in that, in the whole role. It's not quite a 10, it's not quite an 8, like a Deli Alley free role. That's what we're kind of expecting because that's where he has been at his best in other countries and Pochettino likes that type of player, as we saw with Spurs with Ali back in the day. And so that's an additional person in the team who can put chances away. It's an additional person in the team that can create chances for Palmer. Um so when that happens, I honestly think the Palmer's just going to keep getting better. So yeah. I, yeah. I basically cannot be convinced any other way on Palmer. <laughs> I, will, I will hit back every single argument like it's a game of tennis until, you know, we go to five straight sets. He's a, he's a gift, isn't he? And I mean, his, his, ownership, gift, yeah. his ownership overall is still 8%. It's, it's, you know, he's is it five, only that low? 5.2 million, 8% wow. ownership. Wow. Yeah. Then, yeah, get him. Crazy. Yep. Um, cool. I think that takes us to the end of the Q&A. Thank you, everyone, for all your questions. Uh, as always, uh, really enjoyed this. Thanks for stepping in uh, for Sam. Yeah, no worries. David, hopefully have her back I, next week. I do have, I do have um, a, a confirmation of the stat, by the way, the Plymouth one. Because um, <laughs> I'm like, it's I'm not... Everyone, it's what everyone's waiting to hear. I know, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm going to die on this hill. Um, so, yes, it is Plymouth. And the reason why is because the official stat, I got it wrong. It's not Premier League, it's top flight. Because the last time that Bristol City were in Division 1 was uh, 1980. So, um, Bristol have had a top flight team. And uh, here in Plymouth, we have not. So, well, it is congr- us. And congratulations that's why... on supporting the worst team the worst team with a big city. Available, it used to be yeah. Hull City. It used to be Hull City, but then they got themselves promoted. So thank you, Hull, for bestowing that upon us <laughs> down here in Plymouth. And someone also asked, by the way, is it in Devon or Cornwall? And the answer is up to you. Okay. <laughs> so I, did, I didn't even know that was a thing. Is that a thing? It's, what, it is debated? technically in Devon. It is technically in Devon, but you can see Cornwall from like okay. the seafront. And if you are an Exeter City fan, you basically pretend we're in Cornwall and it's just a whole thing down here. Um, yeah, so yeah, we've opened up a can of worms. Don't get that with Sam. You don't. We definitely don't get like I don't know county chat uh, when Sam and I don't. We just get technical issues. Uh, that's about it. Um, do you want to just say a few words again about the Ooh, fantasy yes. football merch We've got about three hundred watching. Ooh, um, yes. Yeah, the new the new thing's just launched. If you missed it at the start. Yeah, very, very exciting. Yeah, so we've got ourselves a brand new website called Fantasy Football Merch. And of course, it's Black Friday on Friday. So it means that if you uh, use the code BLACKFRIDAY25, when you get to the checkout, you can get 25% uh, off. We've got all sorts of good stuff in there. We've got caps, we've got beanie hats, t-shirts, jumpers, mugs, uh, with all all kind of designs. Um, There's Scout ones, there's FPL ones. And yeah, it's obviously Black Friday coming up, so you might be in a spending mood, but also we've got Christmas coming as well. So if you've got anyone in your life uh, who, um, you know, would love something like this, then get it now and get it cheaper. That's the way to do it. So yeah, www.fantasyfootballmerch.co.uk. Perfect stuff. And if you've enjoyed the video, do give us a like, make sure you're subscribed 
uh, to the channel if you enjoy listening to David. There's enough videos uh, of his to keep you going uh, on the channel, so make sure you check those out. Uh, and I will be back with Sam next week. Goodbye. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers.